Back here on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole at his Sports Medicine Weekly. Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Dr. Cole, I know over the holidays I want to thank you and your physician assistant, Kyle Pills, for seeing me again with my uh, shoulder. We've talked about my shoulder throughout this show in different segments. <laughs> not every, you know, not every week, but every now and then. But uh, I had my first experience ever, as you recommended, an MRI. And in my uh, long life here, I don't even want to say my age, but uh, I'm in my uh, late 50s now. Hard to believe. So I've never that, had your first MRI. First MRI ever. And can yeah. I tell you, it is so unlike anything I was ever imagining. Did you get claustrophobic? Did you no. start to lose your mind? Did you listen to music? Yes. No, I listened to the score. Okay, good. Uh, that's what, like, I'll, I'll start with that, okay, okay? okay? First of all, I felt like I was <laughs> I was in a rocket ship going to the moon. Uh, you know how NASA goes, you know, testing, you know. I The reception was horrible. Yeah. All right? I mean, I'm listening to the talk show, and I was expecting some nice, comfortable music, you know, maybe HD in my ear. Yeah, it was like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very oh, loud. Oh, no, the, and, and the MRI, it's yeah. like, uh, and, and Shane, our producer here, gave me a good example. It's like being in the eye of a tornado. I was yeah. expecting a completely quiet room. Now, your people were incredibly professional. Yeah. It well, was so well VIP. done. You're also a VIP, Steve. So they, well, thank they you. you. But no, great people, and they made <laughs> you so comfortable. Um, but you do get in this machine that closes you into a yeah. claustrophobic yeah. situation a if you were like that. I'll I mean, bet. I'll yeah. bet. Um, I was. So what was what was the one thing that was so surprising to you? The never sound. Okay. I sound yeah. like I'm in some sort of vacuum pressure. That's the magnet. And I'm like, what? And they say, well, that's oxygen being pumped in the room or something. There was first that. Well, then, it, but the loud, the loud sound is really coming from the magnet. I mean, how so, long have MRIs be, been around? Oh, gosh. I mean, 30, 40 years? I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say at least 30 years. I mean, yeah. wh- why, why, what's what the modern technology? Can I mean, we get rid of the sound? Yeah, I'm no, shocked so, at yeah. that, Dr. Yeah. Cole. Shocked. Well, you got through it, and thankfully, oh, yeah. and thankfully you didn't have anything serious. No. And we gave you an injection. Yes, you did. But tell me the other part. I was expecting. Still pictures from the MRI, and I saw moving video. Well, there's, there's no you when you when you click through. It's like it's like your body is being sectioned on the MRI in five millimeter segments. Okay. So if you chain them together, you get a video, but you can click through each picture individually. All right. So cause... you can, but you, you know, there's lots of ways to do it, but mostly we just click through it, and if you do it very very fast, it's like a video because it's a bunch of stills that are chained together. But I was fascinated by it, and Kyle Pills and yourself, you did a great job. I showed showed some arthritis, which I didn't know I had. I was hoping yeah. it wasn't a torn rotator, and then I did the cortisone shot, and it's a lot better, thankfully, to you guys. But um, uh, it's, oh, it was go. really different than yeah. anything I expected. But it's a great experience, by the way, at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. I will right. say that Appreciate because you, you guys, that. I mean, from from where to go and where to park and the professionalism, it's clean, it's, it's, you just feel, it's a great yeah, experience, no, it really a, is. It's no fun having pain and dealing with some of these things, and yeah. one of the things that we really try to lead by is making it an, an amazing experience for someone, because there's lots of ways to screw it up, and if you can get that right, uh, it ends up probably the best way to, go to go, get a good outcome when you're taking care of a patient, so and I'm, I'm half, glad it was I'm, good for you. I'm being facetious a bit, but it is true, I, w- I was thinking it was just a total peaceful <laughs> experience, no, no, and there's not. these noises, I'm like, and what is this? Yeah, you should just feel good that you didn't wig out on it, because some people just cannot handle it, I have to, you know, they need Valium or some type of sedative just to get through it. So. I could see that, yeah. You're a big boy. 
It was fun. It was Good fun. All right, you. time now, Dr. Cole, for one of our staples of the show here on Sports Medicine Weekly on The Score. It is our Ask the Doctor segment. What you do is you go to our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com, and on the homepage you can click on uh, and see that you can ask a question. Type in a question. You can also reach us on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Sports Medicine Weekly. And I've got a number of really good questions here for you, Dr. Cole. First one's from Gabriel. Uh, reaches us by email saying, Dr. Cole, I had a 10X procedure down in my right knee on August 9th, 2018. I was diagnosed with patella tendinitis in October 2016. I have performed physical therapy every day. I still have discomfort in the right patella area when I'm walking, especially when going up and down stairs. It's extremely frustrating to feel this discomfort after all this time. Not sure what his question is, but yeah. what is a 10X procedure? That's my question. Well, first of all, any tendonitis is really not itis. Itis means inflammation where there's white cells and in what we call an inflammatory response. So patella tendonitis or rotator cuff tendonitis really has nothing to do with inflammation. It has more to do with blood supply and a poor blood supply to the area. So all of our tendons are made out of collagen. And when there's repetitive trauma or repetitive use, we get this condition where the collagen starts to break down a bit. So the 10X procedure is a really innovative device that can be used in the office or the operating room where it has a needle probe that's no bigger than, say, an IV needle that you would put in for an IV catheter, right, to sure. put fluids in. And you poke it through the skin and you go right into the tendon using ultrasound. And it's an ultrasonic wave, if you will, that breaks up the bad collagen. Because the collagen that is diseased is more vulnerable, it responds preferentially to that treatment and gets destroyed and removed compared to healthy collagen. It doesn't have much as much of an effect on the healthy collagen. Then it stimulates a healing response. So patella tendonitis is otherwise known as jumper's knee. We see it a ton in the NBA and basketball. We get a lot of lost time um, uh, in basketball due to jumper's knee. 10X is one way to manage it with this needle technique where it's, there's this uh, sonic wave that goes into the area. Um, we sometimes use platelet-rich plasma, physical therapy, straps called a Chopard strap across the knee. But patella tendonitis, just like this guy's seeing, can be really recalcitrant to treatment and can be a big challenge. And, and if this hasn't done it, there are other techniques. One caveat I would say, and we can certainly take another question, is that if there's a lot of soft tissue pain below the kneecap, the procedure tends to do better than when there's a lot of bony pain. When there's a lot of tenderness on the kneecap or the patella, my experience has been that this procedure doesn't do as well. So you can't just apply all the, you know, one technique. It's not a, a single hammer nail phenomenon. You got to really look at the patient and say, hey, is it on the bone? Is it in the soft tissue? Or is it both? And then we kind of pick our techniques to match the problem. Good stuff. Here's the next question, David from Lincoln Park. What, this is simple, what is runner's knee? So runner's knee is a pretty generic uh, diagnosis, and it can include patella tendonitis. It can include pain in the front of the knee going up and downstairs. Uh, but I'd say the most classic uh, problem with runner's knee is iliotibial band tendonitis. That's when uh, individuals have tightness on the outer side of their knee and their leg. and over Going the, up, up above the knee, right? Actually, just above or to the outer side. Okay. And with repetitive activities like running, the more you do, the worse it gets, and it gets very, very painful. I actually had it as a medical student, didn't know what it was. And it's one of those things that the, you don't, you can run to it, but you shouldn't run through it because it just gets more and more inflamed. So a runner's knee is a tight, often associated with a very tight iliotibial band, the tight fascia collagen structure on the outer, outer side of the knee. It responds very well to non-surgical treatments such as physical therapy and stretching. 
and ice and making sure the individual doesn't run through it, you can run to it. That's one of the rules. It gets worse if you run on bank surfaces. It gets worse if you try a new pair of shoes. If you tend to be a pronator where your feet sort of turn in the, in the wrong direction, uh, those are all things that can lead to runner's knee or iliotibial band tendonitis. Not a deal breaker, just requires treatment. All right. It's uh, continuing on here with our Ask the Doctor segment. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Colt, Sports Medicine Weekly here on The Score. This one's from Jack asking you this. After a knee replacement, Dr. Colt, can you still do heavy squats, deadlifts, and jog? So the answer in part will depend upon, you know, you, you always, they all, the caveat is always you got to talk to your doctor, right? Ask him that question. But I'll, but I'll tell you that in general, uh, in a normal situation with a knee replacement, it can tolerate a whole lot. Most of our guys would say you can play doubles tennis, you can ski blue runs, you can dance, you can get on an elliptical, you can use a bike. I would just like you to avoid ballistic activities, activities where the leg comes off the ground and pounds back down with high impact. Okay. So running, you can do it. It just it may impart more loads than the replacement would otherwise like to handle. So it's all about the amount of load that you put on it. But the other activities that, that he describes are generally just fine. You can do squats. You can do body weight exercises, things of that nature. I would just say while running is doable, you run the risk of, of causing uh, uh, high, high loads to the joint. All right, final question of the show comes from Tim. I'm a 38-year-old male. I had a nagging uh, plantar fasciitis for the past year and a half. In October, I completely ruptured my plantar fascia and have been in a boot the last seven weeks, just starting to get around with it. My question is, Dr. Cole, what should I do in rehab and introducing running again to make sure the plantar fasciitis doesn't return? Well, Tim, the first thing is the best thing that's happened to you is that the plantar fascia ruptured because once that happens, that's sort of the road to recovery. So we'll often put people in a boot to get the quiet down the soft tissue swelling and so forth. But you're, you're on the road to getting better. So it's all about pain. And this could be six, eight, ten weeks uh, when the trauma of the rupture goes away. But it's okay to introduce running again into your uh, regimen when the discomfort starts to get better. You're, you can't make it worse. You just don't want to cause inflammation on a recent injury, if you will. But sometimes people can get it back within six to eight weeks after they rupture their plantar fascia when they've had longstanding plantar fasciitis, otherwise known as heel spurs. I remember that from the Joakim Noah injury. Yep. You know, it, it was almost like once it tore, it was a lot better. Yep, absolutely. All right, Dr. Cole, great stuff. We're out of time. Many thanks to our producer, Shane Reardon, our coordinating producer, Therese Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing our website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to us on Sports Medicine Weekly here on 670 The Score. Up next on The Score, early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8 a.m. Have a great weekend, everybody.